Welcome back to The Good Stuff. You're tuned into Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindekew, the good news guy. Uh, we do have a crazy day in studio and out of studio today. We have Robbie joining us, the bucket list guy, co-hosting with me. Claire from the J9 Foundation popping in uh, to chat about the amazing stuff that they're doing with US Fund Investors. And, and, uh, and, and we also want to find out what happened with the ALS Bucket Challenge and how, how they benefited from that. We also have this girl, an amazing warrior from Cape Town who she's just swept me up and my heart is totally in her campaign. Uh, She'll be joining us from Cape Town, but here we go. Have a listen. Hi, I'm Jenna. I'm 19 and I'm planning my 21st birthday party now and I'm inviting you. Now, that might seem a little bit odd because I probably don't know you, but I would like you to come anyway. And I don't care what shape, size, color, age you are. I want you to be there with me. And I want you to bring your friends. Because the more people there are, and the more people that sign up now, the more likely it is that I'll be able to join you. All you really have to do to come to my party is to sign up to be an organ donor. Because in order to make it to 21, I'm going to need new lungs. Epic stuff. I literally have goosebumps. Um, she's, she's a phenomenal girl who's going through something really massive, but in the same breath, she's, she's making a change and I'm so excited. She'll be on the show at around 1040. Before we get into that, we have Robbie joining us, the bucket list guy. Robbie, how, how's it going? Good and you, Brent. Nice to be back. Thanks very much. Look, I like, when I have someone good on the show, I like bringing them back because you offer great inspiration. You have amazing stories and you're all about the good stuff as well. So, so we're on the same page. Absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, we can work very well together and I'm looking forward to the, this is not the end of it. Um, yeah, I think there's some cool stuff in the future and, uh, I'm smiling very widely on the side of the, the microphone. Totally. Ro- Robbie and I have been speaking offline and we have a couple of amazing things in the pipeline that we're planning. We're not going to let too much out of the bag. We might sneak peek during the show and, and give you a couple of ideas as to what we're doing. Uh, but that's for a later stage. We are, I mean, live in studio. Our, our production office is, everybody's just quiet, glued to the screens. It's the Oscar Pistorius verdict today. And uh, I don't know which way it's going to go. I don't know where I stand. I don't know how I feel about it. Robbie, what, what are your sort of thoughts on on this whole big... Uh, it's been, what, a year and a half that this has carried on for. Our country has been sucked into the Oscar Pistorius thing. Where do you stand? Um, we only have about an hour on air, so I'll keep it short. Um, very mixed emotions about what's going on. Uh, at the end of the day, someone, you know, someone lost a daughter. Someone's lives... A lot of people's lives have changed forever, but we are largely unaffected and we can still carry on and, and keep a smile on your face no matter what happens at the end of the day we are with we're the winners i think so and south africa can only go somewhere from this i'm going to do a little quote that i found online this morning that that just says something true to us as human beings and that is our job is not to judge or figure out if someone deserves something our job is to lift the fallen restore the broken and heal the hurting and that i think is what we're going to do today we're going to bring you a whole bunch of good stuff and uh, and try to bring a smile on your dial Right, you've been really busy. I have. I've been up and down some hills. Um, I was recently in Nepal for three weeks. I took a bunch of people to Everest Base Camp, which is really awesome to see them. Uh, I've been there before, but it was really nice to see people jumping out of their comfort zones, learning something, and and the people that came back are definitely not the same people that left. Was it cold Um, there? Ironically, it was the warmest season I've experienced there, and... um, yeah, if if you've ever had count your lucky stars on your bucket list, I got a chance to do that because a week after we came back, those massive avalanches and storms came in and uh, a lot of people have been affected by that. We were talking about that. What exactly, there, there was this huge avalanche, there was massive storms, a lot of people lost their lives. Were you anywhere near that? We were about 100 k's away, but uh, the weather where we were, we had to adjust our itinerary accordingly and um, I cut a couple of things short. A few people were upset, but um, I think they're all pretty grateful now seeing what happened. All started off with a um, cyclone going over India and the, the outer lying, I won't bore you with weather systems, but a lot of snow was dumped over the Himalayas unexpectedly, which related in a bu- resulted in a bunch of avalanches, people getting caught unprepared. And yeah, at the end of the day, 40 people have lost their lives. 
Really tragic. It is tragic. Absolutely. One of my bucket lists, which I never knew was on my bucket list, but when it happened to me, it turned out to be one of the things that I think everybody should should experience. And it's not, it's not like the Twister movie, but I was stuck in a tornado in in Nashville, Tennessee in December. Um, it wasn't anything like the Twister movie because it's, it wasn't the eye of the storm or whatever they call it, but it was, an epic, epic fun time. Everybody in the whole of Nashville basically close up their shops, uh, leave the doors open so you can come and go. There's heavy rains, there's storms everywhere, and the whole of Nashville buckles down to have a party. I think in South Africa we're especially lucky. We don't understand the extent of major, major weather. Uh, we get it's when a dust storm hits Joburg and it makes the front front page of the news. Let's be honest. Uh, here we were talking, <laughs> you know, a, a cyclone hits India and Nepal experiences two meters of snowfall. Two it's, meters. You can't even comprehend. No, we we don't know weather. We're no. lucky. We just soak up the sunshine. Well, we are. South Africa's got a lot yeah. to be thankful for, and the weather is one of those things. Absolutely. How's it going with all your bucket list stuff? There's lots on the go, and uh, we've got so many things happening. Uh, we're still developing the the. Uh, app that's going to be going live shortly my bucket list keeps getting longer and longer and longer every time i go to the himalayas i find a whole bunch of new mountains that need to be climbed uh yeah things happening next year going to be buying a house you know lots of stuff on the go tick the box tick yeah, the box absolutely. lots well, of speaking engagements as well uh well this is i mean yeah. we, we've got one that we're busy planning in february called change one thing and uh and it's going to be pretty phenomenal robbie is going to be one of our speakers at at that conference um and we are in the process richard branson if you're listening right now we have been in contact with you and we're looking forward to getting you in south africa for those talks um I was going to say with regards to bucket lists, anything on the chucket list that, uh, that we've added? On the chucket list, things to get rid of. Um, yeah, you know, there are things in our lives that we've just got to let go of. The chucket list. I realized with being born with my ass very close to the ground, um, I'm too short to play basketball. Let it go. Don't let it bug you. Bug you. Just, you know, let it go. On my chucket list, I'm quite lucky. Nothing, nothing recently has come up. Everything that's on the go is still on the go. So... Yeah, lots of optimism and, uh, you know, give it horns and go forward. I'm part of a gym called The Art Athletic, and I try go every day. Um, it's a bit of a cult, so it's almost like these CrossFitters. How do you know someone does CrossFit? They will tell you. Again and again and again. And I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm almost like a CrossFitter. And our gym, the whole gym, does this uh, body transformation challenge once a year where all of us who are part of the gym put money into a pot and the man, the male and the female, the guy and the girl that transform their body the most get to win the money in the pot. And I think it's currently, forgive me if I'm wrong, at about 30,000 rand a person that they could win this money. So it's, I mean, that's incentive. That's worthwhile. It's, it's three or four weeks in that I'm into the challenge. And, uh, I added a whole bunch of things onto my chucket list, which would assist me to transform my body. Yeah. I've given up sugar, which was a biggie. It's so, not as easy as it seems, eh? No, because there, there is literally sugar in everything. So and you never thought you'd crave it. I, the craving's gone, okay. uh, and as well as the headaches. Okay. <laughs> I think you kind of wean yourself off of it. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm now, I, I can drink coffee without any sugar. There's, there's no need for it whatsoever. I've also chucked away dairy. So when it comes to drinking coffee, it's, it's just plain black. Okay. You're, no you're a better man than I am. I can't get away from the dairy. Sugar's fine. I've cut that out as much as I possibly can. But, uh, yeah, I like milk. It's so do I. I. There's nothing better than ice creams and milkshakes and For all sure. sorts. The other, the last thing, which is, is huge and I think it's important, is I gave up soda. So any sort of Coca-Cola, Sprite, Fanta, okay. cream soda, <laughs> all, all, all of those good things that we love to indulge in, I've given up on all of them and I'm, I'm focused on getting my body right for summer. I'm nearly 30. I'd like to have abs before I, before I turn 30, which is sort of my goal. And I'm hoping to get there. Okay. So the bucket list item is the abs and the chucket list is the five kilos hanging around that you can't get rid of. Correct. There and I'm, go. I'm hoping yes. to get there. Uh, the eight weeks is up at the end of November. So we'll see if all okay. the eating right and, and sort of gymming gets there. Brent, can I ask, was there a trigger? A trigger to what made you one day go, okay, I'm going to hit this challenge and I'm going to win it. I think my trigger was, was actually just joining the gym. I used to be a fat kid. So when I was younger, 
And and Robbie's shaking his head. He's actually in hysterics. <laughs> we we know each other from when we were really really young. And uh, and uh, yeah, I was a little fat kid. And and it is a horrible place to be in. And it, I don't know whose fault it was. I don't know if it was just my body changing. But when I when I sort of left school and I became an adult, I decided that that's something that I would focus on is being fit. And in being fit, I realized that I have a huge passion to live. And I want to live for as long as possible. And the only way to do that is to be healthy and fit. I've Absolutely. given up smoking. I've, uh, I've, I sleep more. <laughs> I've, I've looked at the, the good things to live longer. And that's, that's my good stuff. That's, that's where I sort of, that was the trigger. That's awesome to hear. Um, it, yeah, a lot of people go, yeah, I want to be thin. I want to be faster. I want to be leaner. I want to be, and you've got to assign a white to it. Otherwise you're just going to go, yeah, but how will I know when I'm happy? You know, is it five kilos? Is it 10 kilos? When does it become unhealthy? But yeah, being fitter and getting rid of the, we'll call it puppy fat, Brent. Hey, puppy fat? Puppy fat. That's, I mean, all kids have got puppy fat. Yeah, no. Yeah, but not all of it hangs around to 19. <laughs> uh, you got rid of the puppy fat and all of these doors have opened to you. Now, if somebody invites you to come and, hey, Brent, do you want to go and go bungee jumping? Hey, Brent, do you want to do a trail run? The doors open. You don't have to go, yes, I could, but I can't. Exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome. You just opened a whole pile of doors. Boom. Kabang. Kabang. So today's theme of the show is all about viral videos for good. And, and we did in the, the first part of the show, we showed, we played you Jenna's, uh, Jenna's video, which we'll get to at the end of the show. But there's been so many videos for good that have gone viral on our social media sites. We had uh, something that I know quite well, the neck nominations, uh, which started out as the drinking, binge drinking, uh, nominate someone to do better or worse, which turned into feeding the homeless, making a change, doing something for good. We had the no make- makeup selfies, mm-hmm. which did amazing stuff um, in in sort of the international world. Uh, we've got now in November, Movember starts, which is something that's been around since 2003, but it's gaining such great momentum and it's doing amazing stuff for charity. Um, have you heard of any others? Well, yeah. I mean, there was the Ice Bucket Challenge. Movember, what's so cool about it is it's so easy. You don't have to go out and buy anything. You don't have to. You just have to stop shaving. And you're, you're doing what you can, making it one tiny difference. I think you mentioned that before. And uh, it's doing good for someone else. And that, these are the things that I love about it. And I think that's maybe that's why it's so infectious. I would love to be a part of Movember, but I would, uh, <laughs> I would need to stop shaving in January <laughs> and sort of let, let the bum fluff grow until November and then tell everybody that's my November or stick one on. Go for the stick on. You know, it's not the size of a man's stash. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do with it. I'm very lucky. I'm very good at beard, you know, especially climbing mountains. You come back and you look like the Yeti and I'm, I'm quite lucky like that. So will you be doing something for November? Oh, definitely. Joining in. Yeah. There was also um, a, a random one which uh, I found, which was in the UK, and you can only trust the UK to sort of do these things. It was called Cock in a Sock, and it was to promote um, testicular cancer or like to create awareness about testicular cancer. And basically, the guys had to put a sock on and take a photo of just... Okay. I don't know how they raised money, but they did. That it was one of those that they do. Didn't flood my Facebook page, but... It was, all over, it was all over the UK. The big one which happened this year, which, I mean, we'll be chatting to the J9 Foundation in a little bit, was the ALS Bucket Challenge. When I did, uh, when I went online and looked at it, last year, the ALS Foundation in America, they did a pretty good job. They raised $2.8 million, which is huge for That's a charity. Incredible. I think it's maybe because America has got so many more people, many more, so much more. Absolutely. They've got a they've got a bigger pool of people to to get the charity from and to sort of pull it from. This year they raised more than a hundred million dollars towards the ALS Foundation, and I guess the money would go into research and development and and getting getting the awareness out there, getting the treatment to assist people who have got motor neuron disease, which I think is pretty fantastic for a campaign. How do they go viral? Do you have any? I think overseas especially, and maybe South Africans are a little bit different in the fact that they're not so keen to participate in fear of maybe judgment or what's cool, what's not cool. But in the States, people jump on board and, and you know, do it and get the video camera out and not be shy to post something to, to YouTube and just, you know, let it all hang out and have fun. 
Um, I'm not referring to the Cockney South. <laughs> <laughs> South African, maybe we're still a little bit reserved, and I think we need to get rid of that. You know, social media is working for us, and, and it is so easy to post a video, chuck it on YouTube, challenge a friend. And where the challenges were, you know, maybe our um, reserved nature did come right for us. But, um, yeah, get out there. If someone challenges you, just go and do it. Don't I, be scared. I think so. I, I have a lot of clients, and we work in the brand activation space, and when they come to me with a, with a let's make this video viral, let's do it, I always say to them, you can't plan to be viral. There is, there is no formula. You can throw money at something. No filter on Photoshop. Nothing. It's, it's nothing. The only thing you can do is be awesome. Create some sort of awesome video, and, and then in the hopes that it would be, it would go viral. And enthusiasm is contagious. Yeah. And you would know that as an inspirational talker. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope so. And uh, it seems to be working. I mean, I'm quite lucky. I've spoken in all nine provinces and I meet, I've spoken to over 25,000 people now. And you just, afterwards, you get bombarded by these people like, I've always wanted to do this, but. And you say, well, go and do it. What's what's in the way? Get enthusiastic, maintain the momentum, and just go. Just do it. Sign up, whatever it takes. Take the first step. You know, you want to give up smoking? I tell you what, give up smoking. You want to lose five kilos? Don't focus on the five kilos. Think of something fun you can do and then lose the weight. So, yeah, just keep the enthusiasm. And then, you know, if you want to do Ironman, they say sign up and tell 10 people. And then, and then, and then, then it it'll force you to do Absolutely. something because you'll be Someone's in the mindset. Someone's going to ask. The people at work are going to talk. And you gain momentum from their enthusiasm because they'll all go, oh, I wish I could. And you are doing it, so that that's a big driving force. Out of all the all of the people that you've met along the way, and if you don't know Robbie, Robbie's story is absolutely amazing. You can download the podcast from from cliffcentral.com or on iTunes. I did have him on the show before previously, and we we chatted extensively about what he's been through. But in a brief summary, he went through a, a terrible accident. Uh, he was sort of bedridden, and he didn't know where he was going to go. But he made the decision. Am I right in saying yeah. this? You, you made the decision. I decided not to heal. I decided to get better. Better, stronger, and, and fitter, and, and tougher than ever before. And from there, that was the journey to eventually climb Mount Everest. If you cannot hear it over the microphone, it's certainly your aura is just... And I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> one to speak of these spiritual things. Hippie but warning. No, you, you, you are really inspirational. And Thank I'm you, sitting man. in front of you, and I'm excited to climb my mountain. Awesome. It, has, it has been postponed to September next year, and I'm hoping Robbie will join me because that's something that is on my bucket list that you could be a part of. Oh, Brent, you know you're going to have to twist my rubber arm. You know? I know how much me, you hate me it. Me and mountains, oh, they're cold, they're uphill, it's, oh, it's windy. Have I, have I told you? No. I would gladly. I mean, mm, I'll do it for something special. Absolutely, it'll be my number nine. I've got to keep number ten special because you know there might be someone small with my surname that I want to keep number ten for. Boom! That's Kabam. amazing. That is yeah. amazing. At the age of twenty-two, I, all I could think about was climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, and I was even saving five rand coins in a jar. And as it happened, I met the right people, and ten months later, we were on a plane and we were climbing Kili. And uh, now I look back; that was fifteen years ago. And yeah, I'm I'm looking at doing it for the ninth and tenth time. Why not? It's about positive visualization and putting it out there and, and goals and dreams and making it happen. If you can dream it, you can do it. And that's a reality. Um, every week I have a segment called Change One Thing Tuesday because it is Tuesday and I believe in changing one thing. And, and my biggest sort of idea is if you can change one thing, you have the power to literally change everything. Absolutely. I'm going to speak about Jenna because she, she has been my inspiration for the last week and ever since... I saw her video. It's all I could think about. I'm 29 years old and I've never thought about being an organ donor. It's never, it's never crossed my mind. It's not something that I has ever, uh, that I've ever thought was my responsibility. And I never cared for what happened when one day I would die. After watching her video, and you guys can, can go watch her video too. I will post the link. It's getme21.com. Her video, which we played at the beginning, basically just says she's 19. We're going to speak to her in a bit. She's 19. She has this lung problem, and she needs everybody's help to getting to 21. All you have to do to help her is become a donor, sign up to become a donor. It takes three clicks and less than two minutes. They ask you for your name, your ID number, 
and your address. And then I think it's a next of kin. But yeah. it's, a, it's a couple of minutes. You sign up and you have literally, you will change someone's life. For sure. Uh, and when you're done with your organs, let's be honest, you're done with them. And if someone else can use them, absolutely. They say save seven lives. And that seems maybe, maybe not tangible for us now. But if you see it happen, Jenna is a prime example. If something were to happen and my body parts were able to save someone else's life and I don't even have to be there to see it, it's that easy. You know, if on your bucket list, if you've got save someone's life, I would go to odf.org.za, Organ Donor Foundation. It's that easy. It, it, it is. It's saving someone's life, which you could tick off as a bucket list, or even becoming part of a miracle. Absolutely. Um, we, we, without spilling the beans, we've got a little idea and we're going to break a world record. If anyone wants to put break a world record on their bucket list, stay tuned. In the next couple of weeks, we'll think of something to do. It does involve organ donation and it does involve three clicks. And uh, it's really, really simple and you can be part of something massive. Makes me excited. Absolutely. They say that one organ, when, when, when you've signed up as an organ donor, you as a person can literally save seven lives. And that's your... Your one heart, your two lungs, uh, your liver, your ki- your two kidneys, and your pancreas, which they can all harvest and then give to someone. Absolutely. And who- there's other parts of your body that can be used. Even the cornea. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of use that can be de- derived from your tissue and organs. So my change one thing this week is to go and click onto either ODF. Org.za. That's it. Or you can go to getmeto21.com, sign up to be an organ donor. It takes no more than two minutes. And I'll just have you know that there's so few people that are doing it. The statistics on the, the odf.org.za on their website are sitting at about two and a half thousand people a month on average that are signing up out of, out of so many people living in South Africa. You have the power to make a change. Uh, if you want to get in touch or you want to chat a little bit more about what we're chatting about, viral videos, yeah. organ donor, getting involved, you can give us a call on 861 or you can send a message to WeChat or you can send a message to Twitter at cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindicu, or Robbie, which Everest is Rob. Everest Rob. You can get in touch as well. We'll be right back.
That was Bastille with Pompeii. Still uh, the best and worst band that I've ever known. The best because I'm absolutely in love with them. And the worst because I, I didn't book in time for their concert. So I totally missed their picnic in the park that they had last year in South Africa. Uh, welcome back to The Good Stuff. Where we're, we're all about the good stuff. And I know there's huge stuff happening with Oscar Pistorius. I need you guys to tweet me and to WeChat what's going on. Because we've got the TV in studio, but I don't have sound. We're here for you. I need you to be there for me. <laughs> Let me know what's going on in the Oscar trial. Um, today's show is all about viral videos for good. And because of that, we've invited Claire from the J9 Foundation to chat about their foundation and to chat about the things that they're doing. Claire, welcome to the studio. Thank you. Um, is this your first time at Cliff Central? It is. <laughs> it's unfortunate that it's so quiet that side because generally when people arrive, it's very festive. There's people playing foosball and people drinking Savannah. And yeah, like, no, it's all about the Oscar trial right now. <laughs> I, I promise you there's about, I don't know, 15 people sitting in the lounge and they're all staring at the TV. <laughs> and we're sort of every now and then just looking at them, hoping that they will give us some indication of what's going on. Uh, it's very tense. All right, so the J9 Foundation has done a great job of raising awareness, and most people know of the foundation or of Joost van der Westeisen's story. Can you maybe just fill in the listeners that might not know what the foundation is about? Perfect. Um, basically, the J9 Foundation was started by Joost van der Westeisen um, in 2011 after he was diagnosed to basically give support to those other people with uh, who are also diagnosed with MND. Um, in this country, this is an otherwise forgotten about disease. And therefore, those who are diagnosed sort of don't have a, a big support group. Um, and what the foundation does is offers um, emotional support. It offers um, financial support. Um, a lot of people, when they're diagnosed, uh, as they deteriorate, they start needing wheelchairs, um, feeding tubes, all that sort of stuff. And the foundation then helps them along the road. We basically stay with those beneficiaries the entire stretch of their journey on MND. Uh, just talking, um, what, how long is that stretch? Um, when they're diagnosed, it's, you're given two to five years. Um, some have lived longer and, um, your mindset sort of helps you last a little bit longer. Um, your mindset in this, in MND is an absolutely crucial, crucial thing. You need to stay strong. Um, just so that it, people understand what MND is, um, it's motor neuron disease. Um, and motor neuron disease is, it, it has four different categories, ALS being the most aggressive form. And um, so you need to make sure that you stay because as your your mind stays the same, but your body deteriorates. And I think that's a very frustrating thing. Um, to You basically be, become a prisoner in your own body. You Your senses and everything stay exactly the same. So you physically watch yourself deteriorate. And that's that's very, very hard. How many people in South Africa... Are diagnosed or suffer from MND? Um, it, the exact number is not known, but we currently support 27 beneficiaries. Um, and um, we have to date from 2011 supported 47 beneficiaries. However, obviously, the, the rest of them have passed away due to the nature of the condition. Um, but currently, we have 27 on the books. Um, but they are, we, we know of others, um, but the exact number is not known. That research is not in place in South Africa. Uh, what, what are the early warning signs? How, how does one know if you start suffering from 
MND? Um, it can change from patient to patient, um, but generally if you battle to open a bottle, loosen a cap, um, you, your arms feel weak like that and you, you literally cannot open it, you start slurring. It's, it sounds like a drunk person as they start speaking to you. Um, those are the, the very common warning signs. Um, so look out for those. And then, of course, um, lack of movement in, in your, your legs and arms. If, if someone has to s- sort of start suffering from those early warning signs, are, are, this is such a crazy question, but are doctors equipped to deal with it? Do they know enough about it? If, if, it's, if it's a rare thing and it, we're still learning so much about it, if I had to go to the doctor, would they sort of go, I know what that is? No. And, and that? that's the biggest problem. Um, in South Africa, there are doctors, don't get me wrong. The doctors do, they learn about it. But in South Africa, they are not uh, educated specifically on this to the point where they can easily spot it. And that is the biggest problem in South Africa. The misdiagnoses are sometimes bigger than the correct diagnosis. And that's why, where you guys come in. Yes. You're, you're here to create awareness. You're here to change the way people see this MND. And, and you're here to create facilities to assist. Yes. With the disease. Yes. Are, are there currently facilities overseas, sort of in first world countries and? Yes, there is. Um, a lot of the world has, uh, basically, like um, in, in America, there are literally halls of people which you can walk into a hall and they are sitting doing research constantly on this. And that is what we're lacking in South Africa. And unfortunately, globally, we need to work together because our cases may be very different to cases around the world so uh, we all need to work together and we need research in this country which is what we're fighting for right now and just has it announced that he is working towards the just van der Vestes and neurodegenerative disease um center where he will conduct research okay just for i'm, I'm going to break away for two seconds we've just got a message in from from the production lounge oscar has been sentenced to five years in prison he'll be going to prison for five years i'm sure that the state would appeal that uh our court system would go that that might not be enough so um thanks for letting us know uh it's i mean it's it's a start i think mm. uh back to back to where we were <laughs> the als bucket challenge they raised over a hundred million dollars in america for this cause through the year what did it do for south africa did south africans get involved uh did it raise money South Africans definitely got involved. Um, it raised money, nowhere near the amounts. We, we're talking like a couple of hundred thousands that it raised here. I think it's, it's important to understand what the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge actually was for. A lot of people don't get it. Um, I saw a lot of people who did the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge and then threw ice over their head and then donated to cancer, uh, completely defeating the point of it. ALS Ice Bucket Challenge was started overseas by someone who has the disease and was kind of fed up in the sense that cancer, all of those, do have awareness. It doesn't make it any worse, any better, but they have awareness and people are working towards it. This disease is otherwise forgotten about in most most uh, of the world. And um, so he started this to create that. And that is why the whole point of it was to create awareness around the, uh, the, um, the disease and then donate so that research could be conducted. So, yes, we did get a lot of people. Uh, just so people know, in, in America um, – uh, ALS is MND. So MND is motor neuron d- uh, disease, and under that are the four, like I mentioned, one of which is ALS. However, in America, they call it Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS, which is amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, um, and it's the most aggressive form. So just so people know there is that link, and it is MND. And so it, it did assist to raise awareness, because before, some people might not have known about MND and, and they wouldn't have known the early warning signs. They wouldn't have known how to get in touch with the foundation. Absolutely. Uh, how's yours doing? He's good. He's, he's doing absolutely amazing. Um, I think his, his mental strength is something we could all look up to. Um, he's an amazing, amazing person and he will never give up. He literally works all the time and he, he, he will fight this. All the way. So he's doing amazingly. I saw him in the airport a couple of weeks ago. And the thing that I was so taken aback by is he was coming out of the, the arrivals lounge in Cape Town. And he had the time for everybody. There's a lot of uh, celebrities who 
whether they, they were going through something like this or not, feel that there's that ego, that they're a little bit better and that they're in a different position to every other human being in South Africa. And Eurst, when you look at him, he looks like a fellow South African. There's no Absolutely. difference. And, and during, while he was coming through the arrivals, he was greeting people. And, and we, we don't have a huge celebrity culture in South Africa where we walk up to people and um and ah and take photos. But he was allowing it. Which yeah. I found just to be so phenomenal. I think that you know he may have gone through that normal celebrity stage at you know of of the the you know the persona Can't touch that this. they yeah absolutely. But um, he's learned and he truly believes that he might have meant to become a Springbok rugby player so that when he was diagnosed with this disease, someone would start opening their eyes. And he really and truly believes it. And um, you'll see it. His movie is being launched soon. Um, it's called Spell Fun Glory or Glory, Glory Game. Um, it's absolutely phenomenal. And you learn a lot about the movie and what US does and his strength. So I would honestly, when it comes out, watch it. It's very, very interesting. Will, will that be on TV or cinema? It'll go straight to box office. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So we'll all get a chance to download And we're hoping for this month. I mean, no, uh, uh, November. November. Yeah. It, it feels like it's November already. Yes, we've I got, know. <laughs> we've got a, like a week and a half left of October. Yeah. So you guys do a lot of other... It's, we don't just dump buckets over our heads to raise money. You guys also have other projects that you're busy with in order to get the funds, to get the awareness. What are some of the next projects that people could get involved in? Um, well, we run a lot of fundraisers. Um, we will be going overseas. We go overseas um, every year to when when South Africa play Ireland and England and whatnot. And there's a lot of fundraisers over there. We do have a J9 um, employee or two employees that sit in UK and they do the work for us over there on the ground. And we have fundraisers there. So we've got that going on. We've got a few fundraisers going on. Um, we've got a bow light coming out, which is amazing. It's lawn bowls like you've never seen in your life. Um, and then we do a lot in the sense of where corporates need to get involved is you can sponsor a beneficiary. So you look after them as they need wheelchairs, as we need electric wheelchairs, whatever it may be. But also I think that corporates and, and people in general need to understand how they can help. And they can, we've got the bead coalition beads that you can, um, you can buy for 40 rand. They're all CNAs, um, the J9 Foundation ones. We now have just launched J9 Wear. So it's the J9 Warrior t-shirts and that, which are amazing. Where, where will they be available? Um, you can buy them. I'm, I'm going to put them up on the website shortly, but currently it's on our Facebook page and you can order through that. Um, so yeah, go to our, our Facebook page. It's J9 Foundation. Um, you can go to the website, www.us.co.za, or you can SMS UST to 42305. Um, those SMSs are charged at 30 rand. So that's, uh, that's basically how, you know, the general public can help out. All that money does go in and it helps the beneficiaries and some of it also goes to research. All ALS ice bucket money, if you did donate to the J9 Foundation, 100% of it is going towards research. 100% of it. So and, that's a and good thing. That's an amazing thing because it, it'll speak, it'll speak leaps and bounds for where, where the research is going and hopefully we find a cure. And that's the thing is the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge actually has moved us forward to, it's moved us forward probably by maybe a year and a half to starting research this year as opposed to waiting till we have the funds. So it really does make a difference. It has been an honor to have you on the show. and, and Thank it's, you for having me. It's great to learn about foundations that are doing amazing things. I'm going to tweet a whole bunch of links um, so that you can get in touch or our listeners can get in touch with you. And, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to add to the story, you can tweet me or you can get hold of us uh, on 861 We'll be right back. Cool. God, the was blessed by the gods of me and you. We had for to find ourselves some truth. Oh, what you waiting for? No, what you waiting for? We counted all our reasons, excuses that we made. We found ourselves some treasure and threw it all away. Oh, what you waiting for no what you waiting for what you waiting for no what you waiting for when I dance alone and the sun's beating down blame 
riding the tide of blossom, caught in the carnival. Your confidence forgotten. I see the gypsies roll. Oh, what you waiting for? No, what you waiting for? What you waiting for? No, what you waiting for? When I dance alone and the sun's bleeding down, blame it on. George Ezra with Blame It On Me. What a, he's such a rock star. I liked his first song. I think it was called Budapest. Very, very, very cool. Uh, so Claire was just in the studio. If you missed it, you can download the podcast. But one of the things that Robbie and I were chatting about, and Robbie, you can take the stage here. You need to follow through. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of people will go and do the Facebook thing buckets and then there's funny ones and there's little kids with foul mouths and we've all seen them on Facebook but if you're going to do these things follow through with it if you're going to dump a bucket of ice over your head for ALS make sure you and encourage you the people who watch your videos to, to go through it make a donation no matter what it is but do it otherwise it becomes a joke and it just fades out and it loses its meaning people have got the opportunity and the privilege to make such a massive difference just by doing something silly Mm. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to know the right people. Dump the bucket, donate the money, click on the website, and make the difference. Click on the link, and that's and that's what we're chatting about today: is viral videos that are that are making changes around the world. It's moment like it's moments like these that I live for. I saw the video a week ago, uh, and I contacted Jenna immediately over Twitter and via email. Her mom got back to me a couple of days later, and voila. We have her on our show. Jenna Lowe is a bright, beautiful, and extraordinarily courageous 19-year-old girl from Cape Town. She's done amazing things in her 19 years. She matriculated with seven distinctions, even though she has this life-threatening and debilitating condition. Uh, she's written a book at the age of eight, which we'll get into. Uh, she has great intellect and compassion. She's from South Africa, and she's making a huge difference with her her video, which went viral. Jenna, welcome to the show. How's Cape Town today? Thanks, Brent. Um, it's actually so stunning today. It's gorgeous. And I'm, I'm in a very good mood because I think that's the most flattering introduction I've ever heard. <laughs> You you deserve it by by far. It's uh you've inspired me and I have taken it upon myself to to be a warrior in your campaign and to spread your message as far as I can. Before we get into that message and that video and, and why it's gone viral, uh can you tell us a little bit more about who you are? Where are you where are you from? What's what's up in Cape Town? Claremont, Cape Town, growing up in the southern suburbs, um I have a beautiful view of the mountain and I'm obsessed with my city. And yeah, I went to Herschel for my entire school career, and I live with my family, my mom, dad, and my sister. That's amazing. Your sister who sings as well? Like an angel, yeah. Like an angel. And you write music for her? I write lyrics. She's the one with all the the talent at composing. (laughs) Absolutely fantastic. You were diagnosed at 17 with pulmonary arterial hypertension. What is that? Well, it's a little known lung disease. It's degenerative. So I 
was experiencing symptoms such as breathlessness and chest pain, which is very typical in the beginning. But basically what happens with PAH is that the blood vessels in the lungs constrict. So there's a traffic jam of blood in the lungs, which means two things. Number one, the heart struggles to pump blood through the lungs, so it puts a lot of strain on the right side of the heart. And number two, the body struggles to absorb oxygen. So that leads to intense breathlessness and fatigue. And you said the initial signs were uh, being fatigued. Yes, uh, just and being out of breath, um, doing activities which really shouldn't have been an issue for a normal 17-year-old girl and one who was actually, I was actually quite fit and perfectly healthy before that time. So I was originally actually misdiagnosed with asthma because breathlessness is such a similar um, symptom to to the kind of things that are displayed when one has asthma. And then two years later, at the age of 19, you decided to make this video, which yes. is which has gone viral. Whose idea was it to make the video? It was actually, well, my family and I were looking for a way to help but actually, uh, Lo and Partners in Cape Town, this advertising agency, were the ones who originally came up with the idea for the 21st, which was incredible of them to come and help us out with that. It is, it is a phenomenal campaign, and it definitely does have legs. Uh, I said earlier on in the show that you can never plan to be viral. You can only plan to be awesome. And, and in such, your video would become viral, and yours will. That, that is exactly where it's going. Did you think that it would get the amount of attention that it has? Um, I hoped, but I wasn't, I wasn't entirely sure what would happen, to be honest. I was just really hoping that people would respond because I wanted to keep the video as sincere and honest as possible. But to be honest, um, we've gotten a lot of views and a lot of um, attention, but the numbers that I'm most interested in are just actually the, the numbers of organ donors that have signed up. So for me, that's all I'm focused on, and that's actually been incredible because we've We've um, been responsible for about 4,000 donors this month, which has overshot the usual um, most successful month of the year for the Organ Donor Foundation by quite a bit. So that was really exciting. It, it is exciting, and it'll only grow. It'll gain, gain momentum and just continue. Really so. Of course it will. So it's all about an awesome 21st. Who is on your wish list to come to your 21st, like a celebrity? Um, Helen Zill would be great. And my parents are obsessed with Charlize Theron, so my dad wants her to come. But I would actually be most excited by having other organ donor recipients there. Um, I know there's a, there's a beautiful girl in Joburg called Fawn Rogers, who's been the most amazing inspiration to those awaiting transplants. So for me, those are actually the most important celebrities. I'd love to have them there. It's positive visualization, and when you put it out there, it usually does happen, and I believe that. So, uh, Charlize Theron, we're going to get in touch with her, and we're going to make sure that she's at your 21st. Where are you planning on having it? Well, that depends on how many people, because we've had such an amazing following in the Western Cape, so there'll definitely be a Cape Town Days party, but if needs be, we might have one in a couple different provinces as well, coordinating it, but... Um, I think it, it really just depends on how many people there are. I mean, if we get a couple thousand, then we can do a gorgeous concert in Kirstenbosch. And if we get um, tens of thousands, then we could drive up the West Coast and have a music festival on our ostrich farm. I mean, really, whatever we need to do. And that's the beauty of the, the 21st idea, is that those who sign up to be organ donors and join the campaign and join the Facebook group get to help plan with me. So... I want it to be everyone else's ideal party as well as my own. I just care about getting there. Everyone else gets to plan what they want to happen. Jenna, you're, you're phenomenal. And I'm sitting listening to you, and you have got such an amazing brain on you. Uh, I think you are definitely going to go far. I know you're in Cape Town. You've mentioned that this is a national thing to be part of. So when I got the email from, from your mum last week, Friday, I was actually sitting with one of my clients who is Fourways Mall in the north of Johannesburg. And, yeah. and they've decided that they are dedicating International Organ Donor Month next year to you. And they will be using the yeah. shopping center as a marketing tool to get you to 21. They'll be That's raising. Incredible. 
<laughs> They'll be raising awareness, uh, getting people to apply in store. So people that come into the malls, there'll be, there'll be pods set, set up so that they can, uh, they can buy the tablet, go onto your website and agree to be organ donors. And, and in that space, Robbie touched on a little while ago. We are going to try in Four Ways Mall to break the record of getting the most organ donors in an eight-hour period in your name. Wow, that is such a spectacular idea. It's, Thank you so much. That's really amazing. It, it, it wasn't me. It is my clients. They jumped on board and it's something that they want to help with. Before we close off, um, how can people get in touch with you? Well, there's the website. I suppose that's the easiest way because there is a link at the bottom to contact us and they can easily drop us an email. So that's getme21.com. And there's Twitter. So I'm at Jenalo94, um, which is spelled L-O-W-E, which is an unusual spelling for my surname in South Africa. So there's those two options. But there's also the Facebook group, which is where most of the campaign planning and activity takes place. But that um, is actually most easily accessed once you have signed up to be an organ donor on getme21.com because we're sneaky like that. So um, really the website is where everything occurs. That is fantastic. And we will be pushing all of those links to all of our listeners and also onto all the different cliffcentral.com uh, websites and, and Twitters Wonderful. and And there's Facebook. also obviously our hashtag is hashtag get me to 21. Because we will. We're going to get you to 101. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. If you guys want to be involved, uh, and I'll tweet all the links, including the sign-up website. And also, there's a downloadable song which Jenna had written with her sister, which is on iTunes, and all the proceeds go back to research and, and sort of getting the word out there and assisting in getting Jenna to 21. I really do have love highlighting amazing stories. Robbie, it's nearly the end of the show. Uh, I'm just um, completely humbled. I mean, we all have these amazing things that we want to achieve in our lives. See the Dalai Lama, go to the Grand Canyon. She wants to make it to her 21st birthday. And what can we do? We, we've got to put out our hands and help. And and that's what we are going to do. We're going to push that as far as we can to help get her, like I said, to 101. Uh, I want to live to a ripe old age, old age, and I think Jenna should too. We've spent the show chatting about viral videos go, doing good, and I think her video is it's changing people's perceptions. I'm going to get everybody I know to join the, the organ donor list because I think it's important. I'm going to leave you with a little bit of a thought for this Tuesday. You were born with the ability to change someone's life. Don't waste it, whatever that is. That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week where we'll be catching up with more of the good stuff from all around the world. Next up is Jen Sue and Jason with The Buzz. Uh, over and out and only good things.